yes. What's up, Marlboro Softball? Scott Seidenberg here. Another edition of Marlboro Softball Talk live as we wait for your viewers to pop in on the Facebook page. And no, I will not be breaking down the fall draft for the six weeks that we will be doing because I know there's a lot of criticism there. Uh, so we'll get into that on future episodes. But we still have a main Marlboro softball season going on for some of us, others like my coming guest is not going to be playing this weekend, but still has plenty of thoughts on the Marlboro softball playoffs. And that is Guy Goldfarb. Hey, Guy. Hey, Scott. How are you? Look at Thanks. you and your little gaming setup, huh? What are you yes. playing a little, playing some Call of Duty or uh, what is it? Uh, I don't even know what the kids are playing these days. Yes, I still reads, uh, I still reads a little setter here. Fortnite. That's, that's what the kids are playing. Fortnite. Yes. He yes. plays everything. Yes. <laughs> it's a sweet little setup. That chair looks comfy. Yes, I told you. I'm trying to look professional like you. Yeah. That, it, that's hard to do, though. Sure. Yeah. Well, you look good. Uh, not looking good, though, is uh, the way that you bowed out of the playoffs, losing to Team Fratkin in uh, 10-2 in Game 1. 11-10, though, in Game 2, as you guys tried to keep your season alive. Any final thoughts about that series and your team as a whole this past season? I mean, no excuses. I mean, we uh, gave up a couple runs early in the first game and could never catch up. And second game, we jumped out to a 5-0 lead. But, you know, like our problem was most of the year, we couldn't add on. Mm -hmm. You know, we couldn't add on and stretch the lead. And, you know, give the credit to them. They hit. You know, they took the lead. We fought back. We tied it on uh, Fazino's uh, two-run homer. And, uh, you know, they had the top up in the top of the ninth, and they got a run. Yeah. You know, they hit. They they do hit. If they could feel the ball, they're uh you know, they'll put a lot of pressure on teams, I think. Longest active winning streak in Marlboro softball is that team Fratkin squad. So three teams swept last Sunday. Wallman with the sweep of Apple. It was fifteen six and twelve six in those two games. The Fratkin sweep over you guys, and then Pingaro with a sweep over LaRocca, 14-8 and 18-4. Uh, any of those surprise you? Um, not really. You know, I think, you know, Ping, I guess Pingara was the only uh, lower seed mm -hmm. that one. But, uh, you know, they can hit. And if, you know, they, they put up, you know, Frank's team was good. They, you know, played good defense. And I, they didn't hit that day. And uh, mm -hmm. Pat's team, judging by the scores, you know, I don't see the yeah. scorebook or anything. It looks like they hit. So not really surprises. I mean, Wallman. Uh, did what I guess most people thought they would do. Um, again, I don't know who was missing or at any of these games, but uh, you know, I was a little surprised Apple did score a little more because yeah. they could hit. Mm -hmm. And then you know, our series was you know, is what it was. You know, uh, I guess uh, you know, Matt, Mitch Pollock was a little right in the beginning. You know, our mm -hmm. you know, we did hit at times, but and when we scored more than 10, 11 runs, we usually won. And uh, but we you know, we ba again basically had to play a, a perfect game, yeah. To, to win a lot. So. What about what about the series that will have game threes here on Sunday? Any of those outcomes surprise you? We have Harris and Lapine. Uh, Lapine actually won that first game 23-5, to five, and then Harris edged them out 9-8 in game two. Steinberg and Lombardi, another play-in winner, as Steinberg won the first game 18-3 before Lombardi won 13-2 in game two you have marone and drashinsky marone won 17-5 and then lost nine to five you also have uh Faris and jacoby 
Jacoby beat us 12-7 before we won 14-9 in a 14-inning affair at East Francis. And then the Pollock by Kofsky, of course. Uh, Pollock well, losing the first game 9-5 before winning the second game 13-7. Yeah, I mean, again, no real surprises. As you, know, you can see, five out of the eight series, you know, split, only uh, three sweeps. Uh, you know, again, I, if anything, you know, I guess Jacoby must have played really well in the first game. You didn't. I heard he was missing a couple mm-hmm. of his better guys. But, you know, I guess they s- stepped up. And, you know, your team, I guess, either comes to hit or doesn't come to hit. And when you hit, you know, you know you're you're real good. So, not 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 surprises. I mean, you know, no surprises on the one ones really. You know that that, that game, that fourteen inning game on Sunday was one of, if not the best game I've ever been a part of in Marlboro softball. It was back and forth to the point where we'd go into extra innings, we would score two, they would come back and score two. We would score three, they would come back and score three. We'd go one two three. And then we'd shut them down one, two, three. It, it was unbelievable the way that we kept matching each other until ultimately Billy Farrow, now give him the shout out, hit a grand slam over Nevada's head in left field, which was the difference in the game as we put up a five run inning in the top of the 14th and one in the bottom of the 14th. So, all right, we'll start with that series then. Give me your preview of our game three coming up here on Sunday, East Francis. Well, I mean, I mean, judging from the game, I mean, Jacoby's followed suit. They they do play good defense. Obviously, they had one of the, you know, fewer runs against. You know, and I, again, I, I think if you can hold them, I'm assuming both teams will have full teams mm-hmm. this week. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess you seem to play better against them when they do have their full team. That's true. So, uh, you know, I, I think if you could, you know, if Mike could pitch and you can hold them in the top of the first, you know, and then score a couple in the bottom of the first. Uh, again, it's a toss-up, but I'll give you the the tiny little edge there. The top of the first is the most important inning. Yes. They scored seven ru- in game one. They scored seven runs okay. at the top of the first inning. Okay, so now that I know that, that's you know, and it, it is a big deal. I, I yeah. see you came you came back though. I guess a little. Well, bit. yeah, game ended twelve seven. They scored seven of those twelve were in the first inning. Right, top Some of the first inning. So. Uh, that that does affect the the rest of the game. Okay, let's go to the Harris Lapine game uh, three at Morrell. I'll be honest, guy. I, I thought that this was a bad field choice for Harris because I, I feel that Morrell does play into the strengths of Team Lapine. You got Spato who goes the other way right. into that wind tunnel. Roland. Um, you got Roland. Roland. Yeah, and, and just you know the way that. Infante is capable of hitting the way Tim George is capable of hitting. I just felt that, that was a bad field choice for them. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I don't, you know, again, you know, who know, I guess the fields do matter now and then. If if I was Bobby, I probably would have picked and look, he's playing. I'm not. So mm-hmm, <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't really second guess him, but I, you know, I would have picked the field that was more conducive to his team mm-hmm. and, and don't worry about the other team so much, yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, I you know, Lapine does like that field. A, a couple of years ago, when when I thought we had a really good team, I had all the young guys on the team, and uh, we went in against Lapine on on Marrell. And you know, he has the same. He had Spado. He had I think he had Roland. And uh, you know, they do pepper the right center uh, mm-hmm. field side. I mean, I think Austin can obviously handle it. Um, I don't know. It's just you know what what worried me is when I look at the scores from the first game. Even though Harris won the second game, he didn't score. I think you know, you know, he didn't score as much as he is probably used to. They do play good defense, and 
I don't know. It, it, I don't know. To me, you know, it's a toss up. But I, I'm going to give it to Bobby. I like, you know, I like polls. I like the the uh, pitching advantage. I think, you know, a, a little, to, you know, a little to Bobby. So I'm going to mm-hmm. pick that. I'm going to pick them. But again, top of the first, you know, Lapine puts up five, four, five, six. You know, changes things. Yep. I mean, what happens to the minds of uh, of, of Dennis's team? Now he does yeah. have, you know, a lot of older guys. So, you know. You know, it might not matter, but I'll go Harris a little too. And then, you know, I'll go Harris. All right. Let's go to Steinberg and Lombardi at the swim club. Game three there. The way that that one went was a mercy by Steinberg in game one. And then Lombardi winning 13 to two in game two. Don't know what happened there to Steinberg's team in game two, only scoring two runs. But uh, hopefully for them, they have a better offensive bounce back here in game three. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've been I've been drafted a good team this year, and they're you know pretty solid. We played them on Muni on that Wednesday night where it rained game one, but we played game two, and uh, they came back and you know beat us eleven ten. And uh, I I don't know for some reason here, you know, again, right? The scores are just so lopsided, right? Eighteen three and then thirteen two the other way, and uh, you know both the home teams won, right? So mm-hmm. it's not like anybody put up ten runs in the first inning, but uh, for some odd reason here i don't know i just think Lombardi's gonna win. no no disrespect to evan's team but it's very good wow but, but, but i just i have this stupid feeling <laughs> that, uh, and there's got to be one upset right and uh sure and i don't know if it's not lapine and lapine's not the 17th seed but mm-hmm. i mean his team is a lot better than that but uh i don't know i just think you know and i and i think they have a little pitching advantage too with jim over uh you know, I think Steinberg has the new pitcher. Yeah, Fox. Which again, Fox, which I heard he he can't get wild at times. Again, but you know, Evanstein plays good defense, obviously. But again, I just have a strange feeling here, and uh, nothing to go on. But you know, <laughs> I mean, Conti uh, he rises up in these situations, and they do. You know, Jay Z's a veteran. You know, uh, young Evan Rosen. You know, Rosenthal could be good. Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm picking Lombardi there. I like it. I like the upset pick. Uh, how about Marone and Drashinsky? This Drashinsky team, I, I like them a lot because they're sneaky good and they could beat anybody on any on any day. Uh, it's just a matter of how healthy Marone's team is and and if they could do what they're capable of doing. Right. I, I agree. I mean, we we played Drashinsky and you know we happened to beat them second game of a doubleheader. And uh, again, you know that game was you know kind of their pitching fell apart a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Ben had a little trouble on the mound, had to be replaced. And, uh, you know, we took a big early lead. They caught up. Then we got a bunch of runs in, in the late innings. And I think they had the uh, the tying runner, the winning run at the plate. And uh, and Jordan Rosenthal uh, mm-hmm. flew out to deep center. And we were on Union Hill left. Um, yes, yeah, so, you know, look, again, the, the, these matchups are, 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 are very tight. And, uh, again, the big thing for me is is, is Marone healthy, you know. I know they've been banged up throughout the year. Yep. You know, are they 90%, 95%? You know, um, I don't know. I'm going to, again, just again, because of the pitching. I th- yeah. And I think I might give Marone the edge here. Yeah. And when, when healthy, they're, when healthy, they're probably the best team they right are. now. So they are. They got to be healthy. And finally, we got Pollock against Baiko. Um, Pollock with the uh, loss in game one, surprising. But then the win in game two, both games looked like they were close. Uh, don't really know the story about what happened in both games. Union Hill 
doesn't really favor either team. If anything, it might be a disadvantage for Bykovsky because his strength is the middle of that outfield. Uh, And with a shorter outfield, there's really, you know, not there's less ground to cover. So any outfield can cover Union Hill. But I I think this one is going to be closer than people think. I think this one could be a toss up. No, I agree. I agree. And I think that's maybe why we lost. We were on Union Hill, right? And I think most of my guys were watching that game and instead of paying attention to ours. <laughs> just kidding. But uh, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I, you know, I look at the scores of the first game and I do agree with you, you know, with Patrick and Justin on an open field, you know, they cover a lot more. And, and again, you know, they're not as, they're still going to be great, but they don't have to use all their, you mm-hmm. know, all their uh, talents there, but uh, again, I just I just think if someone has to score in this game, it's going to be Pollock. I think it's score. A little, and Pollock plays good defense. Both teams yeah. play decent defense, yep. and and like you said, it's a toss up. And I don't know Justin's team is just too uh, erratic, like us on offense. You know, they can put up twenty runs, kind of like your team put up twenty runs, and then for some dumb reason they put up five. Yeah, again, this could be you know Patrick's got to start that team at the top of the first and hit a double. Mm-hmm. Hit a single and let them get two or three runs like they're capable of, but I don't think Pollock. I don't think they. They're very veteran. They won't panic, and uh, you know I'm gonna. Again, it's a toss up, and again, even though he always picked against me this year, uh, I, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Pollock. All I right. Think, Did you have a favorite out of the teams that are still alive right now to win it all? And why is it one? Um, you know, again, it's funny because when we played Walman, we played him in Manalapin, and uh, I think we were coming off a two-game losing, losing streak. They had that long winning streak, uh-huh. and uh, I don't know. We just happened to play a good game, and, you know, we shut them down. We won 10-3 on a field that is – and they were missing two guys in the middle, so it's not like they were missing bad guys or, uh, you know, top guys right in the middle, and we had 13. And, you know, we happened to play a good game, so – I don't know what team shows, you know, they played great last week. Again, I, I, are they the favorite? I I don't know. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I like, uh, I don't know. My son convinced me to, that that Harris is really good. I said, boy, you know, when we played them and, the, you know, we were missing, you know, mm-hmm. Pags was hurt and, and, and Specchio wasn't there and they beat us. And again, you play every team once, so they could be great. Yeah, one yeah. Week and, you know, but, and he, Alex kind of convinced me that they were good. I like them and he likes, and I like Marone. I don't know, but you know, if there's a, if you can call them the dark horses, the two that I like, uh, I mean, Fratkin's team could hit again if they could feel. Yeah. I mean, and Ed and Chris, you know, when I obviously catch, they swing at pitches that aren't even close and they smack them. Yeah. I mean, they hit it hard. Amazing. And Pingaro's team, too, you know, depending on, you know, they're not going to be playing on a municipal field. And I know they had like five or six games early on that field. And, you know, so the record might have been skewed a little. But they're very good too. So if, yeah. if there's a surprise teams, you know, I, I know they're six and ten seeds, but yeah, I kind of uh, those would be the two teams that I think could surprise. Right, know, and, and, and Eddie's a good pitcher, you know. Eddie, just going back to Eddie for a second, he takes up a lot. Of, you know, I, we have a lot of guys on my team that hit up the middle. Mm-hmm. He pretty much shut everybody down because he's takes up a lot of space. Yeah, and he's get and he's getting better. So. Fair. uh very, very underrated. Well, guy, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for helping preview uh, what should be some exciting game threes on Sunday. Uh, we have your picks written down. We'll see if you're correct. Uh, mm-hmm. You did pick my team, though, so I'm happy about that. So thank you for joining me, and uh, I hope to see you out at the fields. You know, hey, no reason why you can't come enjoy you know, it. If I get up, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and thanks, thanks, thanks for having me, Scott. <laughs> See you later. There he is, Guy Goldfarb. A little preview of uh, the Game Threes coming up on Sunday, and uh, we'll see what happens moving forward in the playoffs. Again, you got uh, all games starting at nine o'clock, except for Union Hill, which is the nine thirty start. Lapine and Harris at Morell, Lombardi Steinberg at the Swim Club, Drashinsky Marone at the Middle, Jacoby Faris at East Francis, and then Biko Pollock, Union Hill left Game Threes, and then Game Ones. We'll start after that, but we don't know who is playing who or where they are playing. That is yet to be determined. It's actually a fun situation. I always said that maybe it's not ideal to not know where you're playing or not know who you're playing, but I, I think it's kind of cool. You know, you, you tell your team, let's say, okay, let's say you're woman, you're a higher seed, you're, you're likely going to get the field that you want. Okay, we're going to, hey, everybody meet at Manalpin at 10.30 or 10, 10 a.m. We're going to take some BP, and if we have to hit the road, we hit the road. So uh, there, there'll be some scoreboard watching. There'll be some people uh, having representatives at other fields to make sure that they see what's going on, and then uh, everyone can determine where they're playing game ones of round two. Thanks for tuning in. Good luck on Sunday to everybody playing. And for everyone else, come out and enjoy the games. It's Marlboro Softball. It's what we do. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Talk to you next time.